The latest projections for Joe Burrow's potential extension with the Bengals, Joe Mixon's latest legal troubles, plus it is Mock Draft Monday, which means three rounds of Mock Draft Madness are coming your way next on Locked on Bengals. You are Locked on Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi again, everyone, and welcome in to the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine of allbengals.com, and thank you so much for joining us. Yes, no Jake, let's go again today, but that's okay, because Jake is still recovering. He's doing all right. You're seeing him tweeting. He's just, well, he's not going to be on camera for the next day or two, I think, and then he'll be back at it, and we'll be uh, the dynamic duo yet again. But thank you so much for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Bengals podcast, whether it's on YouTube where you can subscribe and ring the bell for notifications or follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. And let's dive on in because Joe Burrow's contract is obviously a big topic. And it's been a big topic for us. It's been a big topic for every Bengals fan, beat writer, everybody. Why? Well, you know why. And the the latest contract projections from Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus, and he does a great job at PFF. He's been on this podcast a bunch. Four years, $214 million, $185 million guaranteed. And there's a couple of things here. I know some people say there's no way Joe only wants a four-year deal. Well, first off, it's not just a four-year deal. Joe still has two years on his contract because the Bengals are going to exercise his fifth-year option. So that fourth year of his rookie contract and then fifth year option. That would be six. If you add the, the four year extension. So he'd be under contract for six years. So I could see this happening. If Joe Burrow really wants to maximize his value as a court quarterback, as a player, I'm not going to knock him if that's what he wants to do. And so is there a world where that happens? Absolutely. But my logic is if you're the Bengals, you don't really have much leverage. Best quarterback in his draft on on pace to be the best quarterback in franchise history, has taken the franchise to new heights, all of those things. We know him. He's a superstar. You're going to have to pay him. You can't really negotiate much salary-wise, but you can talk structure. And you can say, Joe, we've done everything we can to put everything around you, and we're going to continue to do so. Let us do that. How about we do an eight-year extension, not a four-year extension? How about instead of being here for the next six years, commit to us even longer than that. Because what that would allow us to do is continue to spread that guarantee, those guaranteed dollars out, continue to make as many moves as we can, whether it's Orlando Brown Jr. or Alex Kappa or taking Jamar Chase. We've tried to do everything we can to surround you with top talent. And you know we have guys coming up. We want to keep T here. We want to keep Jamar here. We want to keep DJ Reader here and Trey Hendrickson here and insert whoever. We want to keep this talent around you. And I think that's going to be the interesting dilemma. And so I know there are a lot of people that say, get it done now. Four years, fine, do it. If I'm the Bengals, I would push a little bit. Not on money, right? It's going to be 50 plus million dollars and a heck of a lot of it's going to be guaranteed. No doubt about it. But on all of the other stuff. And so we'll see what happens there. But I, I think that you know, the four-year deal, people 
kind of gave Brad Spielberger some crap for it. He's good at what he does with these projections. And it wouldn't shock me. It really wouldn't. Let's go from that Joe to another Joe, Joe Mixon. And this happened on, on Friday. The menacing charges against him were refiled. And this was a charge that was dropped in February. And Cincinnati police on Friday resubmitted the, the misdemeanor aggravated menacing charge against Mixon when he allegedly pointed a gun at a woman uh, before the bills, before they left to play the bills on January 21st. And authorities stated during the court proceeding that they reserved the right to refile the case after it got dropped. And well, it turns out they refiled it and there was new evidence apparently. And so just seeing this, a couple of things. Obviously, we've talked a lot about Joe Mixon this offseason. I don't know what happened. And I don't know if he's going to be guilty or not guilty. And honestly, I hope it isn't true. And I, I, Joe's been so great off the field since becoming a Bengal. And the past few months, he's been in the news for the wrong reasons. Plus, everything that we've discussed from, you know, 12.6 million dollars and uh, or 12.7 million dollar cap hit, his salary, is he worth it, positional value, all of those things, football wise. I just, if it is going to be the end for Joe in Cincinnati, I don't want it to end like it's ending, right? Where it's it's ending with him in the news for all the wrong reasons. And he's been such a great teammate. And so who knows, maybe it doesn't, maybe they can work things out. Maybe he's not guilty. Uh, and, and this just is a small, small speed bump, but this doesn't help. And this doesn't help his future. I'll say that just being in the news for the wrong reasons doesn't help. And I think anybody uh, would agree with that, including his representatives. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, yeah, that, that was on Friday. We haven't had a show since then. I figured I would at least mention it. One more quick thing before we get to Mock Draft Monday. The Bengals, they met with Emmanuel Forbes. I don't know if we had mentioned that on the podcast yet or not. Um, so nice cornerback we'll see, but could be in play at 28. Uh, Tavarius Robinson, they met with him as well. A mid-round defensive lineman, you know, late day two, early day three type guy out of Ole Miss. And then Keaton Mitchell, the ECU running back, who's – 21 years old, speedster, probably an early day three type pick is is a guy that uh, could certainly be on the Bengals' radar. They met with him as well. So I just wanted to meet or, or mention some of those visits that were upcoming. And by the way, shout out to uh, Justin Mello of the Draft Network because he gets a lot of these and he just nails them. So yeah, he's uh, quite, quite good at reporting on visits with teams. And up next, without further ado, it is time for Mock Draft Monday. We're going to go three rounds. We'll see who the Bengals get at 28, at 60, and at 92. And we will do that coming up next. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing. We're always changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because we know sometimes we don't know what we want or why we act the way we do, why we react the way we do until we talk through things. And you can do that with BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, BetterHelp could be the perfect option. It's entirely online. It's convenient. It's flexible. You fill out a questionnaire that's going to match you with a therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. BetterHelp is how therapy should be. It's going to, to help you and, and be able to 
deepening your self-awareness and understanding about your life and who you are as a person. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. All right, it's time for Mock Draft Monday. We have the Mock Simulator up from Pro Football Focus this week, the past couple of weeks with the 28th pick. We were able to nab Kalaja Kansi, and then last week, Bijan Robinson. We'll start the the machine here and see who we land with and uh, the options we have uh, off the board. And so if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. If not, I'll fill you in on the podcast. Bryce Young went one, Anthony Richardson, too. That's would be uh, interesting, to say the least. Will Levis still in the top 10? That's big. And if you're the Bengals, you want as many quarterbacks to go as possible in this first round. It certainly helps. Darnell Wright and Deontay Banks off the board at 16 and 17, two potential targets for the Bengals. Ryan Breezy off the board. Bijan Robinson to the Ravens at 22. That is interesting. Kalijah Kansi to the Vikings at 23. He almost made it. Michael Mayer. At 25, Dalton Kincaid at 26. That is tough. Tough. Because if Kincaid's there, I would seriously consider him at 28. And, and obviously, a lot of people like Michael Mayer. So let's see what's available here for the Bengals. Anton Harrison out of Oklahoma. Zay Flowers, the wide receiver out of Boston College, who is, is zooming up draft boards. And I, I do think would be interesting. I don't know if he'll be there at 28, even though he is in this simulation. Emmanuel Forbes the cornerback that I mentioned that they met with it is available. Dewan Jones, Osiris Torrance. Okay. So this is interesting to me and uh, Adebowale from Northwestern also there. And I think he's rising up draft boards a bit too, but do you want to go with a cornerback and Emmanuel Forbes? Who's got it all. I mean, he's got it all. He's got the ball skills. He's got the playmaking ability. He's he's a guy that you look at him and you're like, man, that dude is just a ball hawk. I mean, he had three pick sixes last year. Three. Six pick sixes in his career. You, you see those uh, PFF grades if you're looking at 87.2 overall PFF score last year in 2022. Uh, I was talking with Joe Goodberry about Emmanuel Forbes, and he had a good comp. He said he's the Devontae Smith of cornerbacks. And so you might not like how thin he is. He's 166 pounds. And that's something that a lot of people won't be able to get past the, the 166, but man, he is good in man coverage. He's got good ball skills, 14 picks, 17 pass breakups. It's just, you're talking about an electric playmaker at cornerback. Uh, I certainly think in, in the, the thing that I like about Forbes, he is not afraid to come up and make a hit. Now, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he will hit. Now, will he last? Can you give him 10 pounds? Will he still be that effective if he gains a few pounds? I, I don't know. I don't know. And that's the dilemma with him. You know, he's, uh, he's a lot of fun, though. And so that's one guy I'm looking at, um, at at this pick, if this scenario were to play out, and I think the Bengals would. The other one would be Anton Harrison. Anton Harrison is a left tackle. And so that's the dilemma. You don't have a need at left tackle anymore. So do you think he can play right tackle? He's just 21 years old, and he is he's a guy who started right away. I mean, or played right away as a true freshman for Oklahoma at, at left tackle. We can look at his snap counts here from PFF, and it's, it's 
a ton of left tackle, you know, 300 snaps, 600 snaps, 800 snaps. Did play 53 snaps on the right side in 2022. But if you think he can play right tackle, I'm intrigued by him. And those are the two guys. I know some might say Will McDonald, the edge, edge rusher out of Iowa State. To me, Anton Harrison, Emmanuel Forbes, those are the two guys I'm honing in on. And I, I'm struggling because I, I look at it, and to me, it's easy to say, all right, protect, protect Joe Burrow. Is Harrison the guy that you think can play the right side? If so, I draft him. I do because I think there is a big drop-off. It's young. You can develop him. Maybe he's a day one starter if you feel that way. I don't think he's Darnell Wright walking into the league. I think Wright's ready to go right now, and that's why he went earlier. Is is Harrison? Maybe he is, and that's up for the Bengals to decide. On the flip side, can you imagine an electrifying playmaking cornerback that can, at a moment's notice, make a huge play on Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or insert whoever you face in this passing league in crunch time in the NFL. So both guys, I think, make you much better. I'm excited to land either one. For the sake of landing the offensive tackle and going that route, since we've gone Kalajikansi defensive tackle, we went Bijan Robinson last week at running back. Let's go with Harrison. Let's go with Anton Harrison. Take him and, uh, and then see what happens next. Because to me, it's going to be quite, quite interesting to see where we go next. And we have two more rounds to go. And who will it be? Will it be a defensive tackle? Will it be a wide receiver? Could the Bengals land a running back? We will find out in this mock draft Monday episode of Locked On Bengals coming up next. But today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book. And grand slams, no hitters, double plays, they're all back. Baseball is back. And that's why it's the perfect time to get to FanDuel because right now new customers can step to the plate with a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 by going to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. You place your first bet, you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. And it's not just for baseball. NFL draft, we're talking about it right now. Less than three weeks away, the NBA playoffs are about here. On a wager on the play-in games, you can do that and so much more at FanDuel. So go there right now fanduel.com slash locked on to get your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars when you join fanduel today again that's fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel an official partner of major league baseball all right let's keep this mock simulator going on mock draft monday and well it didn't take long for some of these guys zay flowers went right uh off the board right after the 28th pick at 29 we see Osiris Torrance going, Darnell Washington, Dewan Jones. Some might be mad I didn't take Dewan Jones there going, but I just think Anton Harrison is ahead of him. Jameer Gibbs, certainly an interesting player off the board at 44. Sam Laporta, a guy that if he falls to round two, would certainly, or, or to the Bengals in round two, they'd certainly consider. Cody Malk, Joe Tittman, back to back picks. Luke Musgrave, Luke Whippler. I think there's going to be some interesting players still available, though. Those are guys that went off the board. So, Let's take a close look here. And Tanner McKee from Stanford, the quarterback. No, I'm just kidding. All right, let's look here. Zach Charbonnet instantly in the mix here in round two. Could the Bengals go that route? I absolutely think he's in the mix. DJ Turner, last last week we were able to nab him. I think he's in the mix, the cornerback out of Michigan. And 
Jordan Battle out of Alabama. Some have mentioned him, and I, I think that one's interesting. Tucker Craft, the tight end out of South Dakota State. I think that one is interesting as well. Real quick, Hendon Hooker is still available. And that's an interesting one, and I, I want to write about this, and I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about this. But I mentioned earlier in the pod how important quarterbacks were to, to go off the board. The Bengals need someone to fall in love with Hendon Hooker and move, want to move up in the first round to get him. And it, whether it's ahead of the Bengals and, and Hooker just going off the board or giving the Bengals a, a trade-down option, I, I think that that's the key, one of the sneaky keys. Now, it could be Will Levis falling. I don't want to worry about that. I want him to go with his mayonnaise. Did you guys see this? He eats, he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. I don't like coffee, but I sure as hell don't like it with mayonnaise in it. So hopefully Levis is long gone, which he was in this simulation. But Hendon Hooker, that's an interesting one that hopefully he's gone for the Bengals uh, case. Hopefully he's gone, um, and, and, and we'll see. But if he is and he goes in round one, that would certainly help their cause. To me, Zach Charbonnet is the one that stands out here. You know, I mean, there's some other guys. Nathaniel Dell is not in the mix here if you're looking at the simulation, even though um, he's the top receiver left. Let's let's look at tight end. Tucker Kraft, Luke Schoonmaker, Zach Koontz, Josh Wiley. It's none of the guys that – Kraft would be interesting, I think, but not here. Like, not I'm not taking him here. I know Jake's in on him here, and the Bengals very very well could be in on him here. I'm not going to do it in this mock draft. Let's just look at what's there at offensive tackle. So Blake Freeland did fall. He did fall to round two. Matthew Bergeron, but I think getting Anton Harrison was the right call there. Just looking at how thin it is. Uh, Interior offensive line, you could go Chandler Savala here. I know there's people that are fans of his. Andrew Voorhees, this is early for him, especially him coming back from the ACL. To me, it comes down to two guys. DJ Turner out of Michigan and Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA. And for the sake of switching it up, we went Turner last week. Let's go Charbonnet this week and see how it goes and and what happens. Because Charbonnet has been the most mocked running back to the Bengals in round two, and we haven't done it yet, I don't believe. So let's do it. Let's see what happens. Zach Charbonnet, here's why I like him. Big back, certainly good receiving back can do it all. I think he would be a three down back for the Bengals. Not sure about his pass protection. He didn't really need to do much of that, but just doesn't have the breakaway speed. That's it. That's his knock. Doesn't have the breakaway speed. Certainly someone that uh, you could put in and and lean on him. And I think he would be a starter as a rookie. And so you feel good about that. The Bengals have a history of second round running backs, Corey Dillon, Giovanni Bernard, Jeremy Hill, Joe Mixon, and Zach Charbonnet becomes the next one in this mock draft. So we take Charbonnet, and let's see who else went off the board. Hendon Hooker finally went off the board. Matthew Bergeron went right after Charbonnet. Let's see here. Tucker Kraft finally off the board at pick 70. Man, Jake is not going to be happy about that one. Uh, Blake Freeland off the board. It would have been nice if he fell. DJ Turner picked 77. If he had fell at 90, I would certainly have been in on him. That said... Looking here, it doesn't look like there was many tight ends off the board. And so this is what's interesting. So you get to pick 92. Luke Schoonmaker, do you feel – how good do you feel about him if you're the Bengals? Do you like Zach Kuntz in round four? Or do you like Josh Wiley in round four? And, and you think those will be there when you come back around? Because if so, then you can wait on tight end. 
Otherwise, you might want to take one right now. But you do have your running back. Let's just look there. You could have waited and take taken Tank Bigsby, Kendra Miller. They're both available still. Roshan Johnson still available. Keaton Mitchell is still available. Israel Banacanda is still available. By the way, getting a Keaton Mitchell or someone like that, one of these little explosive guys, that would make a ton of sense, especially uh, if you take Charbonnet, um, getting just a more explosive type back. Let's look at corner. And the cornerback spot, Garrett Williams is there. We've mocked him a few times and we've talked about him. He's coming back from the ACL, not sure. Uh, Travis Hodges Tomlinson out of TCU is someone that a lot of people have talked about and, and certainly mocked to the Bengals, but he's 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, I mean, he's small, small. And so I, I don't think that the Bengals would be in on him at this stage of the draft. So not a corner for me here. And l- let's check. Is there any offensive lineman that, that would be potentially in the mix? Doesn't look like it at tackle. Interior. Zavala is still available. Chandler Zavala and a lot of draft draft film breakdowners love some Zavala. And um, yeah, I, I think that that would be interesting at this stage, right? You're talking about round three. You beef up the interior of that offensive line. So that's a spot. But you know what we haven't looked at is the defensive line. And I think here would be a nice area to potentially – to potentially target one of these guys on the interior. It doesn't look like there's anyone that really stands out to me at these, at this stage. Nick Herbig is certainly interesting out of Wisconsin. Is that someone that you'd go with here? 6'2", 240, 21 years old. And that's the problem is how do they feel about him being 240 in 6'2"? He obviously can rush the passer, but would they be in on him at that stage? And that's that's a question mark. But certainly that's someone you'd have a discussion about. Isaiah McGuire's there from Missouri as well. He he does have the size you're looking for, 6'4", 268. I think the Bengals would like to go edge here if they could or, or address the defensive line. I don't love the options, honestly. I'm not going to lie to you. And so to me, tight end is interesting. And I think that this could happen where everyone's projecting, uh, well, Zach Koontz is going to be, you could just take him in the fifth round or Josh Wiley in the fifth round or insert whoever, maybe it's Schoonmaker in the fifth round. Some of these guys just aren't going to be there. And maybe it's Luke Schoonmaker, but he's 24 and a half years old, you know, going to be 25. Josh Wiley, I like a lot, uh, 23 and a half. It really stinks because the board didn't fall, I think, the way the Bengals would prefer it. And tight end-wise, it's like, all right, well, which guy will be there in round four? Can you wait and, and get one of these guys in round four? But that's the, next, that's the next need, the most obvious pick. That said, just looking at what's available, man, I wish I would have waited on running back, I think, and went with the corner. You know, I mean, if you go, if you do that and you take DJ Turner, then you can come back here and tank, take a tank Bigsby and you feel pretty good about that. And I'm regretting it right now. I'm like, ah, there's a couple running backs that I, I could be okay with at this thought. I don't really love any of these other players a ton. I really don't. 
and um, of them, the Bengals don't take like Nick Herbig, but he can bring juice to the pass rush. And can can they use that? Of course they can use that. And so is he someone that I would I would be willing to to use? Maybe, but but if he's just an off ball linebacker, well they don't need that. They need an edge. So I I don't know. I don't know if they can go that route. This is tough. This is a tough one. I think I'm going to go with Chandler Zavala because bolstering the trenches, let's do it. PFF is probably going to hate it, but uh, let's just take it and see what happens. I'll be plus for that pick. C plus for Charbonnet. So that's the one that they weren't in favor of and a B overall. That one's interesting. That is, uh, that's quite, quite interesting. Yeah. I wasn't sure how it was going to go. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, overall B I'll take it. I'll take it. And in this mock draft Monday, you know, a B is, is more than passing. You, you would take a B all day long in the draft. So the Bengals able to get three really good players. I, I think, you know, Zavala gives them interior juice for the future and, and maybe the present, maybe he's able to help out at left guard right away. But these first two, Anton Harrison, Zach Charbonnet, I think are probably starting right away, unless you kept Jonah Williams, you know, and that's the other part of this is if you take a, a tackle in round one and you're taking Harrison, you're taking him because you believe that he can be the guy, right? A right tackle. And so that frees you up to trade Jonah. And then maybe that's what gives you that extra pick. So I don't feel so ugh, about that third round. Because you take Charbonnet at 60 and it's like, all right, well, there's other backs that I felt like could have done a decent job of filling that role. Right. And so, yeah, I probably would have taken Turner in round two and then a running or yeah, running back in round three and then wait on a tight end until round four. But that's going to do it for mock draft Monday where the Bengals add three players, Anton Harrison, Zach Charbonnet and Chandler Zavala. Jake's going to be back in the near future. Until then, I got you covered. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for watching. Hopefully you had a happy Easter filled with a bunch of Easter eggs and bunny rabbits and had some good time with your family. Until next time, thank you so much for watching and listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast.